the Mayans was the most advanced Stone Age civilization in the world, and the last. Except they did it all with no beasts of burden, and without the invention of the wheel. Welcome to... Welcome, Jan! Welcome back! (laughs) Oh, this feels so great. (laughs) Hi, Jan, how the fuck are you doing? I am doing a lot better. I'm still not good, but I'm doing a lot better. Yeah. It's been a long time, so talk to yes. us a little bit. Yes. What um, happened to you? Well, basically just a nasty cold got me and to the point where I'm technically I'm not taking antibiotics anymore, but I'm still under the influence of the antibiotics at the moment. Ah, okay. With all the fun that comes with it. Yeah, I was I was out for two weeks with no voice, completely bedridden for over a week, which is even for me, like unusual that I get that sick. That's what happened when you spend three weeks in a hot country in Asia and come back to the cold Germany. See, the issue with that is I was actually doing really well when I got back, but I directly had to go to another exhibition. Remember that did the recording we had at the trade yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I got back and I think it was two or three days after that. So the that problem I got is sick. the combination of vacation and then going back home and licking doorknobs <laughs> exactly yes yeah. yeah yeah going over the exhibition every morning to... i thought you you were going you were gonna say going back to work after vacation but, well yeah. that, that's that's the that third too. thing i guess yeah no i basically okay. what happened is i got back from vacation i went into work i looked at that shit that was happening i was going like no fuck that <laughs> Let, let's get sick and just die at home <laughs> Yeah. Very understandable that. But you're feeling yeah. better. That's I'm I'm feeling better. better. I'm still I'm sleeping a lot. I actually like I never take naps. I'm actually taking naps like every single day because around twelve o'clock I'm so exhausted, especially if I'm on the phone with customers. Mm. So you never really had that before. I'm just that really feeling of exhaustion. But then of course I've been laying at home for two weeks, so it's I have to just go out again, and it doesn't help that it's basically winter now. So it gets dark early, it's cold, it's rainy, it's wet. It's like not really, yeah. it doesn't really give me the need to go out and go like, yeah, let's let's explore the city a little bit. Nope. But I have to do that. You're, you're just cute. To, just yeah. to raise the energy level. <laughs> Wait, what? You're cute thinking whatever you're having right now is winter. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I mean, we're, we're not talking about like the, the pure weather condition. We're just talking about the time of the year. <laughs> Uh, the mental not winter. talking about frozen yeah. hell. It's just talking about regular winter for Europe. And I think it, was, it actually was snowing in hell just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, we, I have a, we have a place. <laughs> we have a place in Norway called Hell. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. But other than that, like I said, it's, it's gonna take a while. I'm getting better. It feels good to be here. I was really looking forward last week on the recording, but then the antibiotic didn't work, and just like yeah, it didn't get better. I had no voice. So I had to skip that one too, which which was a bummer. I would have loved to talk to Sharky. But yeah, yeah, just to put it in perspective, I have not listened to a single podcast. I have not read a book. I I didn't even manage to watch like any episodes of anything really without like within a 20 minute episode, I would fall asleep. Oh wow! I was just I exhausted. I just yeah. did nothing but basically sleeping, getting up, forcing myself to eat a little bit of something because I had to with the antibiotics. 
and other than that there's really nothing i did so yeah i'm for that i'm, I'm doing fantastic right now <laughs> cool. i really am that's great that's cool. it's improving that's so, just what yeah so how about you guys like i mentioned i didn't listen to the podcast so i don't know what happened within the last few weeks except when we were like writing texting a little bit so well, Rasmus is entering winter because it's snowing and he's still working in the shop in wearing t-shirts but yeah because I play with fire yeah I know like a That's... sensible normal person yeah I can't wait to have my own fault and, and do the same because I'm freezing the last know. couple of news I heard from you was when you were trying to kill yourself with the power hammer well now well yes so I did get a power hammer up and running Tuesday was it mm -hmm. finally because here's the fun thing out of the factory in china they have wired it wrong now why would they do that i could no, that's I, I couldn't imagine why that would happen yeah mm. that's 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 really unusual for china to not do a perfect job <laughs> but it also means like when we were trying to rewire it here in norway for 230 volt nothing made sense because it like it wouldn't work and mm -hmm. we couldn't test it on 400 but also like it might not, have, not might not have worked on 400 even because the, the phases were all wrong and weird how it came from the factory so we had to do some or the electrician had to do some fancy things but like which is he super annoying crossed two wires that's it two, two, that's the only thing that he no, had four of them was wrong because it's three phase inside of the motor as well yeah but I mean, it's it's not like rewiring the whole thing. No, no, no. Like... Yeah, we didn't have to like restack the coils. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, like this wasn't that bad. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so what, I, what, to... I mean, not not to shame yet the brand because stuff like that can happen. But like, is what was the name of the brand? Is like Tor's hammer, no, <laughs> just, no, just like a hammer shooting <laughs> shooting lightning. <laughs> oh, that would have been something. Yeah, it, it's a it's a combinational hammer and spot welder. Okay. <laughs> Kinetic force and then arc welding as it's hitting. That's like <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It sounds like a very bad also, day at work. Also a light happens. show when the lights are dimming in the shop because of the <laughs> fluctuations. But yeah, so what, what was happening had going on is like the electrician came in on one Friday and nothing and like he wired things up, he got the hook in or the, the socket on the wall and everything, and that was nice and good. And then I told him not to turn it on because I didn't have oil for it and I haven't greased the bearings and any of that. Mm -hmm. And he was a bit like, yeah, but I don't like to leave without knowing things works. And I was like, understandable, but if it's powered to the thing and the old wiring is not faulty and bad and you check that, I'm happy. But then, of course, I go out and I buy the, the, the oil and the grease and all that and I do the pre-maintenance on it. And then I start to start it and it goes like, and it's like, that's the fuse, and I mm. change the fuse, and I do it again, and it's go. Hmm, that's that's weird. What's yeah. going on? And of course, what it's trying to do is that it only got one phase that it's going over, so that phase is trying to draw all the power to make the motor go. But of course, the inertia and how that's positioned doesn't work, so the fuses blow. And you're like, okay, I call him up and saying, I have problem. This thing doesn't work, mm. and he's like, okay, I'll I'll come back on Monday and with the mm -hmm. almost a week in between here i was like shit fuck cunt but okay uh i can't do anything about that and he comes in and we start troubleshooting and it's like okay i talked to you guys on the hangout and i was like maybe does it just it's a start current that is too much for these old fuses so maybe yeah. if i get some older fuses that will work or the, some slower fuses that will work and i told him he brought those he screwed them in nothing happened the same mm -hmm. problem they could just keep going 
and we talk, we troubleshoot. He spends three hours with me on Monday trying to fix this and figure it out. And I mean, I learned a few things. One is I got the old ceramic screw infusers. Yeah. And even the slow one of those are not really all that slow. They go up to 1.9 the advertised amperage on them. Uh, if you have a motor that, so I have 16 amp fuses for this, three phase, so three of them in a row. Yeah. And if the motor were to draw more than 16 amps starting up, mm -hmm. the fuses will blow on the normal ones. Okay. But if you have a slow fuse, it says, okay, simply like, let's say you can draw two times. Th these fuses are just shy of that, 1.8 or 1.9. So if the start current of the motor is 32 amps, and this thing allows for a short period of time of 32 amps, mm -hmm. the motor will start, have inertia, and then run smoothly at the lower amperage without okay. the fuse blowing. Yeah. But it's still blue. And we were thinking and talking it through, and it's like, okay, maybe the problem is it is drawing more than what these old screw infusers can account for. Mm -hmm. So he changed the whole fuse mm -hmm. for that into the modern ones because you can get some really, really slow ones that take 10x the amperage before they blow Yeah, for a period of time. And we try that, and it still doesn't work. And then we're like, well, fuck. Now it's a really curious problem. I would recommend, though, to change the electrician that you, you were calling because checking the motor of the thing would be the first he thing did. I would do. So he did, and he looked over the wiring and saw that it was wired correctly according to the diagram. Okay. But he didn't check that the, the phases of the motor was correct because yeah. when it is okay. brand new, that is kind of what you assume. So the problem was that, yeah, and the problem might have been that one of the cables coming out of the motor and going into the small box on the motor where you can rewire it mm -hmm. between 400 and 230, one of those cables was too short to go to the lead it was supposed to. Okay, yeah. So instead of, and I don't recall the names of it, but you tend to have like V1, V2, U1, U2, and yeah. W1, W2. Yeah. And they had then just re-stuck these cables, whatever happens to line up, mm -hmm. and then stuck on the, uh, the branding saying, this is, so it looks right on the, uh, on the schematics, if that makes sense. But yeah, like yeah. U1 <laughs> ended up being W2 or something silly. Okay. So he did, he did the things that was sensible because it, it shouldn't be necessary to check a brand new machine that what is in there is correct according to the diagram. Maybe, just maybe, they wired it to get it out of the factory and then you should check according to whatever power you want to use it with. I, I looked through the manual and it doesn't say anything about the motor in the manual that I okay. got. Okay, okay. Well, good so, thing yeah. you, you managed uh, the both of you to make it run. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just yeah. a lot of money in electrician and time yeah, and parts yeah. and all that. So that's going to be fun when I got a final invoice for that. Yeah. But as I said, I'll talk to the seller and complain because like something was wrong in the motor that caused yeah, yeah. all of these issues for me sure. with the electrician. And yeah. we'll see how this is resolved. But apart from that, I have been forging pipe, which is always interesting. Yeah. And then doing a lot of welding and I don't like it, but I am nearly done. Why? Welding is fun. No, it's it not is. hitting things with hammer. It's less fun than hitting. No, but it's a little hammer. bit like arts and crafts. I mean, you use your <laughs> metal glue gun and 
yeah, yeah. And I have been on multiple occasions actually found myself looking at the welding going like, damn, that that looks actually all right. See? Yeah. And I don't like it at a principle. <laughs> do you have do you have an angle grinder with flappy discs? Yeah, yeah. So don't who cares about the weld quality? No, well I do because it takes time to correct it. Plus he has to hold. You're making shelves, right? No, I am milking shelves. Oh, what I'm, what, what so... I'm doing is I'm welding nuts and thread onto mm -hmm. pipe and then adding flanges to them yeah. so that these can be screwed together with boards of wood in between. Yeah, so it has to hold weight so that yeah. the, the welds are important at this point. Uh, is, yeah. is this part for your shop or is that part for your display for the markets? No, no, this is a customer. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, and, and I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting paid enough for it for me to deal with welding. That's not, not the problem. I just, I, <laughs> yeah, just not enough to not complain about the welding. Yeah, because <laughs> it is annoying. And because how to forge the setup and the exhaust fan not working, it's like it, I need to have like just a big fan blowing into the workshop and then out the door and just try to get as much smoke out of there as possible and wearing the mask yeah. for six hours a day. Yeah, it's not that's that fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I agree with you. Still yeah. beats but, cancer, though. Say again? Still beats cancer, though. And that mask is really annoying to wear, though. Could you install <laughs> some kind of pipe? Or yeah, there, there is a, there's a the flu. There, there's, there is some tubing into the ceiling for extraction fan. And there is a motor there, but that motor is burned out. And the wiring is taken down. So the I need thing to... you know a good electrician that could fix that shit for you. Yeah, it's, it's on the list, but it's not very high up because yeah. I. it's also getting a, like below five degrees in the workshop and standing in one place only doing welding is slightly cold. Do you keep the forge running so you can no. get a little bit of heat when you're working? No, because I need to have the doors open to get all the smoke out. So it doesn't, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a thing. But yeah. the power is up and running. And Good. I'll finish up this welding job tomorrow. I just need to get in there and do cleanup and make sure that all the parts when they screw together because that it lines up in a roughly straight line. Mm -hmm. Because welding pipes and nuts and bolts inside of pipes, there's, it, it can get a bit iffy at times. Mm -hmm. uh, but it should be enough flex and strength in all the welds that you can just torque it a bit and it should just compress into being straight. I, I don't know. But yes, I, I really want to get a power hammer uh, tested and worked in because it's sure. brand new and I, yeah. I need to be gentle with it, but I also want to really use it. So it's dilemmas. You haven't tried it yet? Not to actual forge. We turn it on and I have like checked all of the things that I know how to check and make sure that I have like stroke length and it can do the pressing and all that. Yeah. And it, it gets oil. But no, I haven't actually introduced hot steel to it yet. Oh, fuck. That's, yeah, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. No, the problem is I'm behind on all the other shit I need to be should be doing. It take one hour to do it. It's yeah. a new toy. So what yes, you do it. is you take a nice piece of steel next week and you put it underneath it and you make a nice sword and then you can send it to Red and he will quality check it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I I have some vague hopes of doing some forging on it and I'll also be doing a lot of swords after Christmas. Yes. Maybe even before Christmas, depending on when I get fed up with dealing with people. Okay. How about you, Red? How's your forge? Nowhere. I, I have to deal with the paperwork at the oh, moment. Oh, it's still that. Yeah, because I I started filling up all the forms, adding the 
schematic and the plans and all that shit. But I also need to give them pictures of the house, the property, the place where the forge will be. And oh, from, from what? Sorry, are you talking about zoning department or like? Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah, you missed, you missed the, the two last episodes. So quickly, I finally got the permission from my parents to expand the forge, extend the forge. And then <laughs> my mother told me, yeah, just build the new one next to the old one. And then you will take the old one apart. And okay, so I have to do that. But uh, the regulation here is that you have to get a permit if the thing that you are building is more than 20 square meter. Okay. I'm going to build it so it's 18.71 square meters. So I don't need the permit, but I still have to fill some paper and give that to to the um, town hall. Ha- ha- ta- town hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You That's got her in the end. I'm proud yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's weird pronunciation close to each other. Anyway, I have to do that. I was, I was going to skip that part of the mm-hmm. build but my mother did some digging on the internet and she find out that you have to do that so now i have to deal with all this paperwork and and it's not only that i have a lot to give but i have to make three of them like one for me and oh, two, two copies, yeah two two copies one mm-hmm. for me and two for for the administration probably because they're gonna lose one but the problem is that i can't go to my parents place at the moment to take the pictures that I need to take hmm. because my parents both have COVID. So I'm not going to yeah. get close to them for at least two weeks. So yeah, it's delaying the, the the whole process, but it's also kind of cold at the moment, like not Norwegian cold, but like French <laughs> proper cold. It's It was five or six degrees today and it was pouring rain. So it was like not the condition I want to be building a, a forge in. So I, I'm trying to manage my expectation about the forge because it's very likely that I will have to wait till uh, spring to actually have to the, the motivation, money, and good weather to be able to make it. And yeah, I, di- I, I forgot to mention, but when you apply for, for you do paperwork and you apply for, it's not permit again, but it's like, if they don't say anything, you're able to, to, to build a thing. And if they come back at you, you have to change a little thing. But yeah, anyway, there is a one month period of time where you can't do anything. You have to deposit the, the, all the files and thing, shit and, and wait. And if. Yeah under this month during this month they don't come back at you and say hey it's not you can't do that this way or whatever you have to reapply again and wait for another month and if there is no answer at the end of the month you're good to go and you can build whatever you want you know Which i got a really easy solution for that yeah we built a whole damn thing hmm? like built a forge yeah i'm gonna come with one of my analog cameras and some expired film we were going to make some pictures of it and develop it. Asked, no, that's always been there. Look, I've got some pictures. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. No, but yeah, I, I, I will have to wait. Uh, the goal was to have at least the roof built before winter and before the snow. But it's, it's maybe smart to just wait till March or April to, to make it so I can 
also I'd made the first plans thinking that I would I would not do all the necessary paperwork. So I had because according to the French law, if it's out of air and out of rain, that's how they phrase it. So if you have a roof and four walls, you're out mm -hmm. of rain and air, it's considered as a proper building. So my plan was to keep one wall open. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was not out of air and, and I would not need this fucking paperwork. But as I'm going to do it anyway, I can now revisit the plans and change it a little bit so it's more like the dream forge that I have in mind and, and wanted to build in the first place. So it yeah, will give me more time. That's and that's kind of good anyway. Too. It's kind of, yeah, it's yeah. I've, I'm trying to see the silver lining in, in that. I, I will have to wait so it gives me more time to save money, buy all the proper materials to do so, to to build the thing, and to also come with the plans of the thing that I really want and not something that I'm gonna build and maybe have to change or destroy and rebuild in like five years or ten years or whatever. So I want it to be like the ultimate thing that I can have there. If one day I have a house or a different house, I will probably have to rebuild one for me on my property. But if, I don't know, I inherit the house of my parents or buy the house of my parents when they're gone, having that forge already in place is a very good thing. So I want this forge to look like something I, I, I would be comfortable working in. Other than that, I did all this week aside Starfield. From... Well, yeah, <laughs> no, but it, it was I, I didn't touch a tool, and that's that was very frustrating wow. because I he, all I wanted to do is is make and create and and work on my project, but with paperwork not only from the for, for the forge but also for the house and different things and websites. I I was pretty busy because yeah, I got the what we call the painful here, which is the the renewal of the website that I'm owning. And so it's the bill for the upcoming two years. And it was, yeah, painful to pay. <laughs> I have to say it, it took me down a little bit, like morally, the spirit was, I was good. I was, I had all the motivation in the world and having this week, to delay the forge, the, the building of the forge, having to give up that much money only to have a website yeah. and and plus the insurance is, is going to come to an end in January. So I would have also to pay 400 euros or something just to be insured for no reason, but whatever. It was that plus the the cold and the change in the lights and in temperature it brought me down a little bit. So I was also a little bit under the weather, like physically tired, but I know it, it also comes from mine for the most part. And and I don't want to steer you guys to the mental health topic because we we talked a little bit about that and a lot about that last week with Sharky, which is a very good thing. But as it's also November, maybe it, it could be interesting to to just talk a little bit more about it with with a different perspective and yeah i wanted to ask you if you guys have this seasonal depression or are subject to it when it comes to november and december 
rest, probably not because you live in hell and don't have light half of the year, frozen hell. But are you subject to it? And and how do you cope with it when it happens? And and especially now when you if you watch the news and and I don't encourage you to do it, but if you do. How do you cope with all the shit that's going on in the world at the moment? I hide in my forge and set things on fire. That's good. That mm -hmm. was a good show. Happy. Thank you. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> do that. <laughs> Go hide in the forge and hit hot stuff with a hammer and you'll feel better. Exactly. I bet. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Once in a while, just like open up a browser, look at the news. It's like, yep, everybody's still crazy. Fine, yeah, close it again, go back, uh, continue what you're doing. But yeah. how, how do you get back at what you are doing? Because it, it doesn't that affect you? The news, you mean? Yeah, the news. Uh, I mean, it's I'm, not it's not really the news. Yeah, I, I kind of, I tend to do the okay, distinction okay, so between the news and what's happening in the world. But we're talking about, I mean, watching the news on a daily basis doesn't seem healthy to me. It's not because it's not what's happening in the world. It's not reporting facts. And that's why I do the distinction. There is always an angle when you when you when you present facts, depending yeah. on what you want to suggest to the people who are listening or watching you. I don't like to watch the news because just, just try it in your country. You probably have two, three, four different channels watch the news on the four channel that you have or three channel that you have it's the exact same facts but the way it's presented to you different and they will to they, they probably want to induce something in your mind when you're watching it that's why I, i don't watch the news but just looking at what's happening in the world like objectively it's kind of hard to endure somehow to me and and when i i I have to, or I'm, I know I get the knowledge of what's happening or what happened. And I'm not talking about specific, something specific, but when I got the, the intel, let's call it that way, the facts are reported to me in, in any kind of way. It's hard to go back to my work and say, yeah, um, fuck it, they're still crazy. And so I, I, I don't have this, this capability of going back to my life and, and just not have to deal with it a little bit. Do you? I mean, I generally speaking, I just hide. I mean, that is the honest truth. I'm not like I'm hiding. It's just that there's so many things. And this is kind of my thinking about it is that how many of the things that are being talked about today in whatever media you choose is going to be important in a week mm. or in a month or in a year? And there's like, the, there's hardly anything that really matter that is talked about today that will be relevant in a year. Well, at the moment, it... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, might. yes, today yeah. there are some things. What's yeah. going on in Ukraine and mm. in with Gaza? Yeah. Absolutely. That will have ramifications maybe for the next century. Mm. But that's one article a day. Maybe now it's an article a, a week about Ukraine. Yeah. So, like, that's not a lot of the news that's being talked about. Most of it is this, this guy said this thing while someone was looking. And mm. now everybody hates him, and you should too. I was like, mm. "Fuck that! That's, I don't need to spend my attention on that." Yeah. And then you have all, all, all that other thing of just the media wants only your attention; it doesn't care about how it gets it, mm. as a like very broad view. Well, and if 
the only thing it wants is my attention and the way it's going to get that is through fear and scaring people yeah that's my, I don't, that's I don't, my issue is it i don't want to participate in that yeah so so uh, when it comes to news honestly i've been really happy that i have signed up for nebula tv mm -hmm. because they have actually the tldr too long Which... did not read news in video formats from around mm -hmm. the world and they either they are very good at being unbiased or they just happen to have the same bias as i do because i like how they do they describe the news and how objective they seem to be able to talk about what's going on and different sides of the story mm -hmm. although at times especially when it's like about trump being arrested and mm. things like that you can hear them coming in with snipes at him yeah but it is like that in a very correctly journalistic way of describing things and you can yeah, tell yeah. like no no they did exactly those words on purpose because of the extra connotations about him being a twat yeah, mm. yeah. i get so I, i like that as a news source but other than that i mean i i don't yeah just i mean no matter how you package it it's like it's pretty fucked up right now read what i can recommend or one thing that helped me immensely with the news is i'm one of those people that in the morning i mean my alarm clock is my cell phone Mm -hmm. So it's basically deactivating the alarm and then it's opening up the browser. Mm -hmm. and I've been checking the news. So I've stopped doing this. So basically we have the official state news. Yeah. And as, as a rule, I don't check that before lunch. Okay. So I do not allow myself to open up because I don't need like first thing in the morning when I get up, I don't need to see everything that's wrong in this world. Mm. The one that I use more for entertainment are Google News. So basically when you up your Google browser on your cell phone and it shows mm. you like those news snippets that you can yeah. go through. Yeah. And the wonderful thing with those is you can kind of influence what you're seeing on that. Yeah. Okay. So if you have war reports or anything and you go on those three dots, yeah, yeah, and show you like don't show me from this newspaper don't show me from this or don't show me anything in german or like in my case it showed me like for example don't show me anything including war yeah so i did this with two or three snippets selected it refreshed it and just all the news about the war are gone out of that one i i did that as well it it can be dangerous because then you don't get any news yeah, that's the oh, thing. I I did that, and now my oh, my my Google feed is only F F one minus and, photography. And now now I'm basically drooling over new cameras that are coming out, and <laughs> but this is not the point. Like this is for me because I open the browser so many times a day. I don't want to yeah. get hit with negative news, that's and I still have the news pages that I visit that are that I know that are somewhat neutral. And I can get the information. So if you, we're in the information age. So if you want information, you can get it. I That's just don't be like, I don't like it be, that, that it's being pushed in my face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I think that's the problem. If you want it, you would you should be able to get it pretty easily. And, and we are at that age, I think. Yeah. But we are also at the age of, even if you don't want it, they will enforce the, the news in your feed, in your in your emails, in your spam, in your on your TV, in, on your radio, or whatever, and I don't like that. I don't want to say that I'm hiding, but I'm not watching TV at all. I'm only watching a TV series, TV show, and movies, and 
every time I go on the internet on my browser, as you said, yeah, and there is this Google thing that appears and I can select it. So it, now it, it, I don't get the news, but when you are on the socials, you get all of that. And I don't want to cut myself from the social because that's my link to the world and that's my link mm -hmm. to the, the people that I know and my friends. So one of the best decisions I made was uh, to get rid of Facebook about like probably yeah. now 12 years ago. Yeah. And I did it for exactly that reason because I was not able to control anymore what I was seeing and whatnot. Mm. It would like that, that algorithm would recommend stuff to me and I would get and it was like the worst time of Facebook, I think 10 years ago. I don't know if it's better now, but no. um, at that at that point it was basically just people hating on each other on a constant basis. Like mm. Twitter later because yeah. it's the same reason why I quit Twitter. Because it happens all the time. There's social platforms you're able yep. to use them and at one point somebody at the company is like i don't know if it's like well we're not oh, we're not giving it love or getting enough adwords or something mm. like that and then they start fucking with the algorithm yeah. just to show you stuff that it's like no if i want to see cat videos or if i want like that brainless little entertainment then i open up tiktok if i would have the need for it yeah. I don't. So don't force me. It's the same with, I, I hate the YouTube app on my phone because mm. I can't deselect shorts yeah. and it's pushing in my face and I don't want to see it. That's not what I'm using it for. Give me the freaking option, but they took that away. So I am right now getting off slowly of social media and it's not because I don't like the content that people are putting up. It's because I'm losing the control over what I want to see. And this that's is like something that's pissed me off. And this is something which that puts me in an unhealthy spot. It's the same with the news. And what, how do you cope when it happens to you, when you are in a, in, in a very bad situation because of everything that is pushed to you? Does it happen though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we even have a word for that in Germany. It's called Weltschmerz. This is basically the, the situation of the world that you cannot change. Like yeah. this is one word in Germany. Like we have an actual word for that. For that that's feeling good. that's really good and it's it's immensely frustrating yeah. and the I'm, I'm just trying to concentrate on the positive things but how that that's that's my question how do you cope how do you concentrate on, on the good thing for me it's i am actively trying not to be negative <clears throat> this is one of the things like okay. this, it really takes practice because at least here in like Swabia, the southern part of Germany, we love to complain about everything. Yeah, tell me so about it. So, yeah, so, <laughs> You're talking to the French, it's... they have perfected the art. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of true, kind of true. Not, yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's, first of all, it helps. And this is one of the things where social media helped a lot, like especially with us, like in the maker community and the open talk about mental health mm -hmm. is it helps me now I can actually see when I'm going into that negative circle. Okay. I can kind of analyze it because I, I hear other people's experience with it. So mm -hmm. now I can see the signs when it's happening to myself. So you're able to recognize the your signs of... Oh yeah, just, well, first of all, because how, how I feel or start feeling. Yeah. I mean, when you're down, when you're just like not in a good mood, when you don't have energy... And there's certain outsides, like, of course, like having a cold and everything like that. But also on the mm. other side, I'm, I'm just checking base. I have like an internal checklist. Mm. And it's like, yeah, of course, because it's like, oh, I'm going to go out today. I'm going to go on a walk. And then you watch the news and you see like with the walk going on. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm just going to stay home and watch like another short clip on, on YouTube or something like that. And this yeah. is like one of the first alarm signs that 
it's actually like curling up and getting away from everything, which does not really help. So but first of all, is realizing it, and then I actively try to work against it. Okay, we're gonna get back to to it. What about the, your wife? Does does she help you? Does she, does she mention? Because she she lives with you, so she, she maybe can see some red flags even before you are aware that you are not going well. Can can she does does she help? Because sometimes my wife is like, oh, you're 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 not good today, so careful because you're 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 going in. in oh yeah, no, she's she's bad she's fantastic when it comes to that. I mean, she she's we've been together for a long time, so we can kind of read each other really well in which kind yeah. of mood we are at the moment. And we actively both try to pull ourselves out of it. Okay. Because the worst thing that can happen is if you both will like in a bad mood, mm. it's basically kind of how to call it, like making it stronger, enforcing that. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I uh, know, no, we, we try to work actively against that. Okay. Raz, what about you? How do, do, do you feel that way sometimes? Do you see yourself going down a little bit? Yeah. I mean, of course that happens. I mean, just last week for me was a tough one of just feeling like I had no idea where a relationship was going and how it could continue to exist. Okay. And that like, like that was hurting for a while. Yeah. And it took me at least a day or two to realize that, no, what it's hurting me here is the loss of connection. Let me connect with someone else. That's pretty fucking short. You're you're really good at it. Last time it happened to me, it took me weeks, maybe months to get over it. I, I mean, it has happened before. So, and I mean, it, it might also help that I listen to a fair bit of podcasts that talk about these things. Mm. And But it, I did ri literally have that almost like an epiphany of saying like, oh, shit. I recognize myself being in that situation. I heard someone else describe in a podcast like days ago, a week ago or something. Yeah. yeah is... And even then that that's something that was mentioned for the fifth or sixth time in the last year of my podcast listening. Mm -hmm. That this is actually what I meant about like when you see yourself like out of or someone else had the conversation. I don't know how to phrase that correctly, but basically since we talk open about it. Like I, I can before getting into the makerspace, like mental health was nothing that was discussed or really talked about. Mm -hmm. It's like you just didn't talk about it, and it actually, and I think it helps immensely. I this is so. one of yeah. the main steps. Yeah, I mean, talking about it always helps, <laughs> but it is that thing of figuring out, not only daring to talk to someone, daring to be vulnerable. Mm. I mean, to be vulnerable literally means open for wounds. Uh, or to be wounded, like uh, you need to put yourself out there. And when you're already hurting, that is fucking difficult. Mm. And then you need to actually get a hold of someone that you can talk to. And in my case, like, yeah, I called up two friends. They didn't answer. Like first time that ever happened that they were too busy to actually answer my call. Mm. And also first time in fucking forever when I needed to call someone and talk to them. So I, I mean, like that was two friends. Third one on the list was my brother because mm -hmm. he always has time, more or less, or he always wants to make time. And I just said to him, hey, I need to get out and do something. What's happening yeah. tomorrow? And he was like, nothing, but let's go and have a beer. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, right off the work, 
I'll come as soon as I'm done. We'll meet up at a pub. A couple of friends of mine, including the girl I'll, I'll be moving in with in a little while, might be joining, and a friend of hers. Is that okay? Absolutely perfect. That's good. Mm. I just need to be social. I just need to have that connection of people. Yeah. Mm. I didn't feel it, that great need of complaining or explaining or talking through it mm. because <clears throat> it was still so fresh. I just realized that I am hurting because I feel like I've lost a connection. And just reconnecting with someone helped a great deal. Absolutely. Two things about that. Maybe, maybe the I see the fact that your two friends didn't answer the phone that day like a good thing. Maybe because it's the opportunity for you to deal with it, have a period of time to deal with it by yourself, but also yeah. to go to your brother and and reinforce the connection that you have with your brother it's a good opportunity to make it stronger by reconnecting instead of of mourning about this this lost relationship so yeah i think it's again trying to be positive and seeing the good things in the bad things but as you said it's very difficult to have get the hold of someone when you are in that situation just to talk or be with someone when you are facing that kind of downside of life because you are losing the connection with someone, you're losing someone, some bad shit uh, is happening. And, and when you want to talk about it or just be with someone, it's, it's not easy to, to get someone. And in that sense, you are lucky to have the two friends that you mentioned and your brother, it's, it's three people which is mm. great. Most of the people don't even have three people. So, and, on, and I didn't have to go further. I know I have a lot more people. Yeah, I sh I'm, I'm sure you yeah. have, which is great. And, and it's also good that you didn't have to go further, that you were able mm. to find someone pretty quickly. And it happened to be your brother. So it's even, even better because that's someone that you know very well and knows you very well. So, yeah. And, and also, no, that's me. And, and also, like, I didn't explain my situation at all to him. Mm. But I think he knows me well enough to just recognize the fact that I'm asking yeah. for a connection. Yeah. He just knows that, oh, he needs it. And I'm giving that to him. Can I ask why you didn't open to, to him about the, what happened? Because I had a day to think about it and realize I didn't okay. need to anymore. I okay, just okay. needed to be there and be social and actually just feel like I knew more people. Okay. It, it's, it shows self-awareness, which is very important, I think, in mental health. It's if you don't take the time to analyze what's happening to you, what's happening in your life and what's happening in your head, it's very difficult to overcome. I don't want to say the feelings, but the deception or the sadness. Mm -hmm. Feelings are good. Feelings are a good thing. It shows that you're alive and, and that something's happening in your life when you're you don't have any more feelings is that that either you're dead or your life is is yeah. pretty flat nothing is happening on a daily basis so it's always good to have feelings and when you have good feelings you also have bad feelings so don't mm. ignore them but understanding them is also a very very good thing to move forward not being trapped in that kind of situation again because it can happen again and again and again just let's say we're talking about like falling in love with someone and being betrayed or, or left or whatever you can it can happen 20 times in your life mm -hmm. until it doesn't happen anymore because you 
can understand the situation. You can maybe, I don't know, control your feelings, control what you think. I don't think that's a very, that, that, that's possible at some point when you are really in love. Fuck it. I mean, my wife was my former student and I, there, there was no way I could control the feelings that I have for, for her. So it's very difficult to control, but you can just understand it and, and be better with it. And when times come to share, if need be, if you have this need to share your feelings and, and what's happening with someone, having someone is great. The problem is, is when you don't have someone. So do you guys have another way to cope with... If, if I may just jump in before we go there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, because like, I mean, I recognize the fact that I might have moved through all of this a lot faster than is quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I, I live very much inside my own head. I am very introspective, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I am well reflected because especially when you are hurting, it is so e easy to fall into this thought spiral of things just looping back around on itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had a night where I couldn't sleep at all. And I just got up and I spent two hours writing, just trying to formulate the thoughts I had and move through them. Was and it that... difficult to do? Because it sounds like it's something very difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, don't want to push you too hard. No, no, no. In and, that and it, no, it, it, it was, but it wasn't, it was hard to decide that to sort of give up on trying to sleep after three or four hours and get up and then sit there for two hours and trying to toss down some sentences. And I didn't write a whole lot. It might have been mm -hmm. three paragraphs, four paragraphs or something, mm -hmm. but it was enough to sort of trying to state the situation, trying to state how I was feeling, but also what I was told from the other perspective, how they were feeling, how, what they were going through. And sort of emphasize that, yeah, I am hurting, but I'm half the equation here. There is another side to this. And after spending like three, four hours thinking about all of these things, and then actually getting up and getting the right thing, the difficult part was done. I just had it to yeah. get through enough of it so that I could sleep again. Yeah, get it out is, 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 is a good part of the healing process, if we can call that. Before I ask how you both cope with bad feelings, bad situation, bad news, whatever the down feeling that can also hit you when winter is coming, because it happens to a lot of us and a friend of us were mentioning it in, in the podcast and it happens to me as well. When the light is changing, it's timing compared mm. to, to, to summer, this seasonal depression, the changes of temperature and weather and everything can affect people. It affects me, so I know how to cope with it now. But it's one of the many things that can affect your your spirit, your mental health. Raz, you said something. If I may ask, yeah. and and feel free to say it, whatever you want, or I'll just don't answer the question if it's too personal. But do you think that how to how to phrase it? You said that you are half of the equation. And of course you are when it comes to a situation with some someone else, what what's happening between person A and B has to be considered as as a whole, like the, the whole relationship is important. But do you have the feeling when you are thinking about the your counterpart, the B person, the person you're talking about, 
do you have the feeling to sacrifice yourself a little bit or because i've been told that in life if you are not egoist in some kind of way if you are not thinking about yourself first you're basically doomed you're going to fail in your relationship you're going to fail in your mental health you're going to fail in life whatever do you have this feeling that thinking about yourself should not be a priority when it comes to a relationship with someone i very firmly believe that you should consider your own health and what's good for you first no matter what okay i i would remember like to be in a relationship with someone that is uh, let me put that another way it is the whole metaphor of being on an airplane and having the breathing mask drop down in front of you mm -hmm. you help yourself before you help someone else because chances are you can if you help yourself you can possibly help two other people before things go bad yeah and then there's three of you but if you help someone else chances are you will black out before you can put your own mask on and i think that's a very good metaphor for life as well because if you are sacrificing yourself consistently mm -hmm. for other people mm -hmm. you lose yourself and you lose your ability to help other people if if you are consistently at a place where you can help other people but also able to say no i am at capacity mm -hmm. i i can't help you today so that i can help five other people next week yeah i think that's a very good thing to be able to do and and so it applies to yourself but also to other people so when someone is saying yeah so for when, example so I when, when, when i'm dating just to take that example when i'm dating yeah. I don't want to date someone who will sacrifice themselves for me unconditionally. Yeah, okay. Because then as I said then they are not standing up for themselves that means they will I will have to fix them quote unquote at some point. Yeah, I'll but, try to. But but also I almost feel like there's no identity of self there. Their and I met people like that whose entire identity are based upon their ability to help other people, yeah. not about who what they can do for themselves. And yeah, there's a line there between being completely narcissistic and altruistic. Mm. But if you are 100% altruistic, then I, it's I, as bad as being 100% narcissistic. I think so. I yeah. think so. I mean, it feels wrong to say it like that, but. It feels that way to me a little bit. Same. I, I agree with you. It, it, you put it in, in words in a very uh, good way, way better than I could do that, do today, tonight, whatever. But, but <laughs> or in general, I, because or, French. Or in general, because French <laughs> and tired and both at the same yeah. time today. But yeah, I think that if you are sacrificing yourself for other people, you are hurting yourself more than you are helping others. Yeah. And you can't do that. You have to be selfish at some point and you have to, as you said, the mask, if the mask is not on your face, you can't breathe and therefore you can't help other people. At least, you have to stay alive to, to help people. Yeah, at least not, and at least not constant. I mean, there, there is times when you have to basically give up on yourself for an oh, amount sure. of time and just give everything to your partner, like when it's needed. That is not an issue unless it becomes yeah that's where it becomes dangerous absolutely yeah but it's yeah i mean this is a relationship is probably the best example for it it's all compromises yeah i don't like that word 
honestly. I understand the idea. No, not, I'm, I'm, but I'm not meaning it in a, um, in a negative way. Uh, no, I'm sure you don't. I'm no, sure you let, don't. Let, let, let me see if I can think that one through. Because it, it consists of our compromises, but a good compromise leaves both parties happy. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, this is this is so, things like I mean it in a really positive way. This is not about it, it compromise, not in the sense of that you have to take yourself back or like okay. the other person has no, to. Take no, but okay, back. maybe instead that you decide to give of yourself this time so that hopefully you can receive next time. Not that it is a transaction, yeah. one, but it is like I see this is important for you, more important mm -hmm. than what my thing is. So mm -hmm. I want to give you the gift of me in this situation, whatever exactly. that is. Exactly. And it's not that this is like, and, and this is not a constant thing that's going on the whole time. I mean, this is like the nice thing about it. it's a, like a good relationship. What I would like to say is that the, the parts where you even have to consider it yeah. are very like far and in between, like, or how do you say it? Like don't happen, don't happen often. Let's yeah. put it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, this is something, I mean, with everything, with practice, you learn to read your partner. And yeah. at a certain point, you just know, like, you don't even have to talk to the person anymore. And you already know what's going on. And that makes it, a lot of things makes, that makes a lot of things easier. That's what I wanted to say. I like uh, what you both said about, about that. Like, with my wife, we tend to have good weeks and bad weeks, but we alternate. So when I'm yeah. feeling great, sometimes she's not she's not great because she's tired, a lot of lot to deal with at work. So I'm able to lift her up. Mm. The problem is when we are both down. That that's when it sucks. But it's also also a way to support each other because we really understand what the other is feeling because we can uh, self-identification is very strong between the two of us does that or she can't sleep or it's because she's worried about this and this and i understand because i, I went through the same shit so i understand what can help her and lift her up a little bit even if i'm feeling down it it's it's the it helps me helping her or helping her yeah. helps me if, if yeah. you see that me so. yeah i mean it is it's a lot easier to be in a relationship with someone who is also in a good mood or in a good place yeah absolutely it's easier i mean and as you say like if if you're alternating the fact that you have capacity and you help her mm. makes it so that she has the capacity to help you when you need it later on uh, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but in, in, in the way of helping other people mm -hmm. I really want to quote Letterkenny because they, one of the main characters have a good saying of when a friend asks for help, you help them. And I really like that. But it is with that condition of as long as it, you're not sacrificing yourself, mm -hmm. especially consistently to help other yeah. people, because yeah. then you lose that ability to help the next one. Absolutely, yeah. And like, it's very much in my mind that when people ask for help, I know how difficult that is. So my default response is always yes of course i will be there the modifier is like how 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 is what is my current capacity to help and how immediate is their need if someone calls me up and say says like drop what you're doing i need you here now mm -hmm. i was like yeah fuck that i'm i'm coming right away mm -hmm. but if they're saying like hey i need help putting up a shelf mm -hmm. i was like yeah of course uh, i got time next week 
Yeah, yeah, sure. And yeah. then there's a whole spectrum in between there of like, how immediate is it? Like, do I need to drop and run? Or can I finish what I'm doing and come after work? Can I finish, should I, should I finish early? Can I do it tomorrow? It's all of those nuances to it. But it is, I think, important to, to know what your limit is and know how immediate that need is. But that goes both ways. You need a friend then who is able to communicate and say like, mm. I need your help, but it doesn't have to be now. It's whenever you have time. I mean, and like we talked about this a little bit to Jamie months or so back. Mm -hmm about those like reciprocal friendships and all of it. Yeah. And it's a little bit to that way of things, things as well, I think of like some friends you absolutely trust and you know that when they say they need you, you will absolutely be there. Yeah. And then there's some people who like, you don't know that well. And then they say they really need you. And it's a small trivial thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you go, well, next time you're kind of on your own. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you've seen that movie with Jeremy Renner and Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck goes to Jeremy Renner one, uh, at, at some point and says, I'm going to need your help. We're never going to talk about it. You can never ask me about it later. And we're going to hurt some people. And Jeremy Renner asks, uh, whose car are we going to take? So he's already <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not asking any question. Mm -hmm. All he wants to know is... is which car they are going to take. Would you be that kind of, do you understand that kind of situation? Would you be that, that friend or do you think that some stuff cannot be done for friendship or for some, someone else? I would friendly want a person that my bag is not the best and I'm pretty bad at carrying bodies. I have a similar thing. I would just like to point out that serial killers have given people who consistently have shovels, ropes and plastic bags in their trunk, a really bad reputation. Yeah. Because it's surprisingly how often you need rope and bags and shovels when yeah, you have yeah. a car. Yeah. But for some reason, people don't like it when you show them your collection. <laughs> what I would like to do is just go back because you asked the question or we basically didn't answer the question in the beginning about what to do or how we counteract when we're... Yeah, dealing. how do you cope with it? So I'm really bad at giving advice. So I would just basically say the state I'm in at the moment or the, the issues I had over the last couple of weeks and how I'm dealing with them. And mm -hmm. everybody can think about like how they want to take it. Coming back from vacation, there's a lot of stuff at work going on at the moment, which I can't get into detail, but it's not leaving me in the best mood. It mm -hmm. kind of like made me feel pretty useless lately because of certain situations. And I know they're going to change, but just that's the feeling right now. Yeah. Then you got the political situation going on at the moment. Mm. So that's not helping. And what I basically, and then, well, no, of course I got sick, so I wasn't able to do anything. So all that together kind of made me feel pretty shitty lately. So the first thing that happened is as soon as I got over the cold to an extent that I was able to do anything again, I kind of saw that behavior and I started to do a couple of things actually. So I started writing scripts for YouTube videos again. Mm -hmm. Um, right. because I really wanted to create. And this is one of the things I realized that I started watching a little bit of YouTube again. And I, for myself, found out for everything that's happened and is destructive right now. Mm -hmm. So for all the destructive things, I love to see and create stuff. So I was actually fit enough on the weekend. So I went down and I completely cleaned and re-leveled my resin 3D printer. Nice. 
and then I printed something for my camera, just a small thing. And it was really only like a two hour print, but just getting everything back in order and creating yeah. something and having something done at the end. I'm also, and I'm going to focus on that later. I've been watching some creative YouTubers yeah. that are making wonderful art and there's no deep message behind it or anything. It's just like they create stuff. So they start something and when they're done with it, they have created something and they've put something nice in the world instead of taking something away mm. and being destructive. It's the same reason why I don't like watching those strange prank stuff on YouTube. I don't need anything destructive right now. I want to see people create stuff and I want to start creating stuff again. Mm. And I've actually got far. So like I went through the video equipment I still have left and basically just did a normal check, set everything up, see if everything's still working cleaned lenses, like all of that stuff, just to be, if it hits me again and I want to shoot a video now, I know exactly where everything is. I just have to grab it, walk down, start, and I can do something. That's good. So this is kind of the, the point where I'm at right now. And I'm actually now, being at the end of the week, I actually feel pretty good about that. That's nice. That's really good, man. Yeah, good to hear. What about your eyes? How do you cope with fucking things? <laughs> I mean... I am joking when I'm saying it, like going on to the forge and lighting shit on fire. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure it helps. But yeah, I'm not literally lighting stuff on fire, but making things like Yannis say, being creative helps a great deal to just yeah. do something and have that thing finished by the end of the day and say like, hey, I did that. Mm. It might not be perfect, but I accomplished something in a period of feeling shit. Yeah. But also connecting with people. I, there's on multiple occasions where I've been feeling a little bit down, trying to reach out to other people whom I haven't talked in a long while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Often also means that I can reach them in a period when they're struggling. Mm. And immediately having people call back and say, hey, I'm glad you reached out. That makes me feel a hell of a lot better right sure. away as well. So the, your whole texting Tuesday thing, I, I mean... Not mm. only do it for other people, do it for your fucking self. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, but also, that's very true. Yeah. No, you go first, and then I have another thing that I fiddle no, with go while we're recording. No, 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 your turn. I I changed a little bit my way of coping with stuff like that because a few years ago, I would have shut down completely for weeks. I would have taken myself out of the world for a long period of time until I had forgotten about the stuff that was going on, probably. Now I'm managing my feelings a little bit better, obviously because I'm well surrounded with my wife and my kid. And they are a good reminder that even if the world goes to shit, I have them and therefore I'm a rich man. I'm a happy man just mm. because I have them doesn't prevent you from feeling like like shit sometimes and usually what i do um is to want to i i want to create so i'm I, i'm joining both of you creating making something producing something helps me a lot to feel better at the end of the day when i'm like I've done this. I've made that. I've improved something in the situation. I've learned something. I've learned a new skill or 
I've made something for someone that will enjoy it or use it, uh, a client or friend or family, the costume of my kid for Halloween last week. Whatever it is, making something always helps me to refocus my priorities into something positive. The problem is the junction of those two periods of time. The period where I shut down and the period where I'm creating stuff. So the new thing that I'm doing now is instead of shutting down, I keep myself busy, but outside of the world. And that's where movies and video games help me a lot because I can spend a whole day playing, playing a video game. It will focus my attention on something which is inherently fun that I enjoy doing. And after one or two days or three days or a week, I will myself, without even thinking about it, will, be, will go, well, enough of that. I, I need to, to, to move on, to, to go to something else, to the next step. Mm-hmm. And then I clean. I clean the shop. I clean the house. Clean shop, happy shop. Yeah, but not only that. Happy shop, obviously. Yeah. Hello, Brett. But also it's like symbolically getting rid of everything that's dirty in the shop. When I clean the shop, when I clean the shop, I clean my mind. Uh, it, it's like getting rid of all the bad feelings, bad emotions, bad thoughts, everything. And I did that like three days ago. I went to, I, I did the whole cleaning of the room I'm sitting in at the moment. It was like probably six months since I, I've, I've done it, but like deep cleaning, not the everyday cleaning that I do. And it helped me tremendously to go back to, to a better mindset uh, to be able to create again. And that was what, what Jan was doing as well. When I, I'm talking about deep cleaning, it's like doing everything and also resetting the tools. So I cleaned the resin printer, reset it so it's ready to be used. Uh, the next time I want to use it and, and doing this rethink of a situation, I noticed it help, helps me a lot to, to cope with all the bad things and to move on to the next period of time and better feelings. Plus it's a wonderful feeling. If you got that surge of energy, you, you can't just go and you know where everything is. Everything is clean mm-hmm. in a state where you can directly start without having any barriers, without Absolutely. having to start the cleaning and. Because that usually stops me in my tracks. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I have the urge to do something and then I look at, take one look at my workbench and it's just like, okay, now I have to dig through, I don't know, the last three projects to get to whatever I was doing and then it's already gone. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Keep, keep, keeping your, your shop clean is, is like you're ready to, to do something new. So that, that's why I clean in between each and every project I can start with a mm. clean slab, like okay. slate. Slab, slab works as well when you're talking to a corpse or whatever. No? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, had, I had another thing just yeah, about the whole right. news thing. I had this, I've had like a couple of ideas of this sort for a while, mm-hmm. but early this week, ChatGPT came with a big update. So now there's a hell of a lot of new modules and plugins available but also it has the feature now to actively search the web when you ask it questions so while we were talking about the news thing 
I asked ChatGPT about to tell me about the news unbiased. And also it gave me like, yeah, it gave us like the shitty things that of the war and depression of it. But I was like, no, but how about uplifting news? Yeah. And it generates uplifting news. You can tell, I told it, give me like, give me a list, three to eight sentences, each thing. Nice. And it, it just comes up with really nice, good news. Like music proves that it can relieve pain. Yes. And things like that. Yes. Deep sea mining in the UK has been stopped. Things like that. So I've been subscribed to ChatGPT for a long time now, and I use it intermittently. Mm -hmm. But every now and again, when I have time to just sit and play, which I haven't for the last couple of weeks because <laughs> shit tons been going on, I always kind of have these small ideas of like, oh, I wonder if I can get ChatGPT to help me with this thing and like mm -hmm. kind of program it, describe what I needed to do so I can just put in a thing and get a result back. One of the things I haven't done yet, but I've been meaning to, is to try to have it help me expand my English vocabulary mm -hmm. in a way of like, no, I can help you. You don't need ChatGPT for that. <laughs> just, just come and yeah, talk to me. And I work really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I was like playing around with how can I construct, quote unquote, a game where I can just like give it, go on to ChatGPT every single day and just say like, give me a word. Mm -hmm. And it will do that. And then after a while, it will start to quiz me about the previous words. We can have like almost a, a game, a conversation somewhere yeah. in between going on. And a half dozen other ideas I've been pondering. That's kind of fun, but I have no idea what to do with it yet. But just on the news thing, if you want to stay in the loop and you're struggling to find a website or a news channel or anything like that, that sort of curates to you, maybe actually give ChatGPT a try. You might need to pay to get access to the live searching feature. Mm -hmm. But if you already have that, that might be a, a good little step. And then you can also just ask it and say like, oh, that thing, explain that. Or who is this person in this new story? And it will more or less, as far as I figured out while we were talking, also like give you accurate information and link you to the source. Nice. Sounds right. like something to focus on. <laughs> ah, ah. Well done. Jan, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Why not? So talking about one of the... <clears throat> There's been an artist, and I saw him about a year ago, I believe. On a, He had a really small YouTube channel at the time, but I kind of loved his art. And I specifically remember that I didn't remember his name, so I didn't find him again. He popped up again on my timeline the other day. And while well, he's at 708,000 subscribers now, so it's a new small More channel. channel. Yeah. yeah, but I, I think it's older and he's got a shit ton of videos on there. 1000. Some of you might even know him. And he's an artist. Is the name of the channel? Hmm? 1000 is the name of the channel? 1000 yeah. is the name of the channel, yes. And he is an artist and he has YouTube as like he just loves YouTube. So basically, that's that's why he started the whole thing, and he's now creating a whole YouTube studio to do art in. Mm -hmm. So he okay. got an old warehouse and is basically refurbishing that. And I think this is one of the videos I found. And then I saw the art, and I was like, "Oh, I know that guy. That's the guy I saw like two years ago or something like that." Okay, <clears throat> interesting. And I just I, I, I like his art style. He does a lot of what's called murals, like on mm -hmm. the side of the buildings, yeah. where he like paints the whole side of a building or a wall, like really nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
there's a lot of things there immediately that I definitely need to check out. Yeah, yeah last, I mean, last supper mural in his style is interesting. Yeah. I mean, he has 200 over 260 videos, so there's a good backlog to watch. I just started basically from new to old, so I'm mm. watching reverse chronological, but yeah, nice. Damn, yeah, that's a lot of cool stuff. I'm going for a song by a almost unknown band at this point mm -hmm. a completely new song that dropped last week mm -hmm. now and then by the beatles because that's fucking amazing what they can do now before john lennon died and after the beatles split up he was playing around at this piano at home recording a lot of things yeah mm -hmm. but the recordings more or less are kind of shit because of the equipment he had available at the time mm -hmm. and also just technology and also just how the room it was and all of that he was just capturing ideas okay. in 1995 george harrison ringo star and paul mccartney got together and tried to release some songs and they got two out that they could recall two new singles but they did one, that in 1995 i believe so that's interesting because that's the year uh, queen released an album called made in heaven where they did exactly this, that, like use Freddie Mercury's recorded voice to create new songs. So, mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, except they had studio recordings of Freddie, I believe. Yeah, for un unmade songs. Like it yeah. was just him playing yeah. and um, recording his voice with mm -hmm. uh, melodies that he had in mind, but nothing very specific to create the songs. Anymore. Yeah. But during the process of when Peter Jackson was making the documentary, mm -hmm which I just forgot the name of, about the Beatles. Mm -hmm. They did a hell of a lot of work with AI to separate voices and background noise. Yeah. And they used that to separate John Lennon's voice and the piano he's playing at so they can finally master it. Okay. And I'll leave a link to the, to the documentary first and then to the music video. Although the music video is slightly disturbing to look at because how they're interposing all the new images and things like that. Yeah, but in the documentary, they just explain this story so much better than what I'm doing now. Okay. And also the moment when John Lennon actually sings and you can hear it clearly, mm -hmm. that's a fucking gut punch of emotions. Okay. So by the way, the documentary is called The Beatles Get Back and it's yes. on Disney+. Plus. Okay, that's the one. But this is about now and then and the song as, as well is really fucking cool. Perfect. I will watch it, even though I hate the Beatles. It, it, it is worth just for a story of how this came together. Just yeah, to, yeah. It's 12 I will, minutes. I will give it, oh, fucking long for someone that hates the Beatles. But anyway, I'll, I, I'll take it for you. I appreciate that. Better than What's your pick? Mine is a movie that I talked to you about, Raz, probably two or three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's a Japanese animation movie called Suzume. Suzume no... Something, something, do tojiru, tojiru, tojari, 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 probably tojari. I don't remember the exact title, but it's probably, probably something. I think like it's that. just called Susume in, in English. Yeah, I, I was trying to. Tojimari. Yeah, Susume no Tojimari. And uh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Susume closing doors, basically, translated. Mm. But anyway, it's called Susume. It's a uh, full length animation movie by the Japanese studio, absolutely wonderful 
animation, very, very neat work on the on the, the movie itself. After that, you like, you don't like the story, it's really up to you, but technicality of it, the, the technical aspect of it is absolutely astonishing. Last week, I believe, the new Ghibli studio, Hayao Miyazaki, new movie went out in France and everybody's like, oh, it's... Ghibli and it's Hayao Miyazaki, so it's wonderful. No, fuck that. Uh, the animation is just like whatever Miyazaki does. And there is way better animation if you search a little bit for it. And Suzume is not like the underground animation movie that nobody's seen. It's a big success in Japan. Mm. And for good reason. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's it's the story of a young girl who lives with a hound and she meets a young guy and she goes into a village, completely destroyed village, abandoned village, and there is a door and she opens the door and the story starts there. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's pretty heavy on topic, especially if you know and love Japan and have been <laughs> in Japan 12 years ago. but. Mm. It's really worth watching. Everything that's that's condensed in this probably two hours movie is is fucking beautiful. So I highly recommend it. It's yeah, again, Suzume or Suzume no dot uh, there will be links for people. Yeah, we'll put links. <laughs> if you can watch it in Japanese with English yes. subtitle, because the the original version is always, always better. Any movie, any language. Uh, unless it's Chinese. Oh yeah, I did that this week. I, I two hours of my life watching a Chinese movie called Wandering of Earth. Oh fuck uh, that! Oh yeah, damn! It's like <laughs> it, it's beyond beyond words what this movie is. Um, I, I've so, heard about it. I've heard yeah, about it. Yeah, so don't 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 do that. Don't watch that. <laughs> watch Suzume instead. Um, yes. And as Raz was saying about music, that it's been proven to improve mental health and health in general. Mm -hmm. There is a guy who made a TED talk about Pachelbel's canon, who which is wait wait uh, sorry say that again. Pachelbel's a canon. Pach a canon. That's that's that. You know Pachelbel's. No, I, I, I recognized all the sounds, but none of the words. Okay, Google it after afterwards. Okay. The, canon, the canon is, a, is a, a format of music where a pattern repeats itself. Yeah. Ah, okay. canon. Okay. Uh, yeah, canon. What, what we're, not talking about, we're talking, not talking about the horror canon. No, it's not, a, not the war canon. thing or whatever. Okay. It's, the, like, and it's <laughs> written by Pachel Bells. Pachel Bell. Pachel Bell. That's the name of the guy. So Pachel Bell's canon is a very well-known piece of classical music that is very beneficial to you, your health and mental health. Hmm. It's been, so the guy is doing a TED talk about this shit. You can find it if you Google yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It has all the good vibes put into your body so you feel better. So in the morning, if you're feeling down, put that on loop and, and listen to it for one hour. You feel Probably better. So that's mine for today. Suzume and Pachel Bell's canon. Very nice. Any last little tiddly bits? Nope. nope. I have a small couples of things. Couples. Uh, yeah, no, no, not couples. A couple of things. A couple of things. Yeah, couples. Yeah. 
no, fuck off. <laughs> Next weekend, I will be at the market in Drabak, the Follow Museum, where mm-hmm. I used to have the forge. Mm-hmm. And then first weekend of December, I will be at Mayhagen in Lillehammer, if someone happens to be near there instead, and also be flogging verse and telling bad jokes in dialects I don't know how to speak, which is arguably most of them, or all of them, depending. Mm-hmm. And so I will very soon, if not already by the, when this episode is out, have new courses, courses up on the website. Possibly, most likely, including axe forging classes with Joe and one more from Thornwood Forge cool. here in Oslo. Cool. Save me a spot. Oh, you coming in the middle of winter? Uh, I, I wish I could, but though, I'm <laughs> doing the class during summer, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe we'll, we'll see what we get, we get up yeah, to. Yeah, if we can. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Where can people find us? You can find us at all of the mostly social places, especially us collectively at Two Thirds Focused. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and lewinsmea.no. And you can find me at the Red Smith or Red Smith everywhere on the internet, and more specifically at the soon to be remade redsmith.com. Because now I've paid for it, so I, I need to. The motivation. You can find me at Jan Maxwell on Insta or Nerd Inventor on the socials. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Bye bye. Bye.